Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about cannabis. As has been widely reported, Canada recently legalized recreational cannabis and has made it a regulated industry, much like alcohol. But first, I'd like to invite you to meet me in person. I'm going to be at the Raising Capital Summit in Denver, Colorado on November 17th and 18th. There's a ton of great speakers, including Adam Adams, Gene Trowbridge, Kathy Fetke, Richard Wilson, and yours truly, just to name a few. If you're interested in attending, send me an email and I'll get you a 55% discount on tickets to the event. Send me an email to victor at victorjm.com and put Denver in the subject line. We're back. On today's show, we're going to take a look at the cannabis industry. Before we jump in, many of my friends outside Canada have asked me if I've gone out and bought some weed yet. Well, sorry to disappoint you, the answer is no. It's just not something that I'm that interested in. In spite of that, the investment community is very interested in cannabis. On today's show, we're going to look at the industry from a real estate and investment perspective. Whether you are pro or against the cannabis industry, you may feel the economic impact regardless. There's going to be demand for agricultural land and for industrial space as a result of the cannabis industry. And if you have any exposure to either of those segments, you will feel the impact. There are two principal markets for cannabis-derived products. There's the medicinal market, which emphasizes the CBD component as a painkiller. The hallucinogenic THC is removed from those products. The second market is the recreational market, where the THC hallucinogen is the desired chemical. Recent analysis by Deloitte projected the retail market for recreational cannabis sales in Canada in its first year of legalization are expected to be in the range of somewhere between 5 and $8 billion. And the report notes that at the upper end of the threshold, the market would be larger than the total Canadian spirits market and in line with the sales generated by Canadian wine. So that's a very, very large industry if that's true. Similarly, a report from CIBC World Markets projected the federal and provincial governments may reap as much as $5 billion a year from legalization, and that assumes that a total $10 billion market is taxed at 50%. There's no doubt that post-legalization, demand will increase, as we've seen in several states such as Colorado and California. Production takes place in one of three ways in North America. Number one, on agricultural land. Number two, in greenhouses. And number three, inside industrial space using hydroponics and artificial lighting. Each has its advantages. Traditional outdoor agriculture can yield between one and two crops a year depending on the climate. Yields in greenhouses can be roughly double those of traditional agriculture. And indoor hydroponics can be as much as six times yet again on a per square foot basis. Some agricultural operations have converted existing greenhouse capacity to weed operation. Recently, a bell pepper farm in Langley, British Columbia, was converted from a produce greenhouse into Canada's largest licensed cannabis facility, spanning almost 2.96 million square feet. Close to where I live, the old abandoned Hershey Chocolate Factory in Smith Falls was converted into a cannabis production facility after years of lying vacant. All of this growth assumes that the price per kilo of cannabis remains about the same. As we saw in California, As more and more land was converted to cannabis production, prices for cannabis have fallen. The increase in production was in anticipation of increased demand, and there's no question demand did increase in California and Colorado. But supply increased faster than the demand, and the industry experienced a 75% drop in prices for cannabis to the farmers. And some farmers built their business case on prices in the range of 3 to 4,000 per kilo. 
Today, prices are hovering far below that price. It's estimated that in British Columbia alone, there are 7.8 million square feet of greenhouse space that have been either purpose-built or converted from existing agricultural use to cannabis production. There's no doubt a gold rush mentality is happening in the industry. From my point of view, it feels highly speculative. Major corporations in healthcare are also making significant investments. In my opinion, it's going to be overbuilt. It's going to result in a shakeout of the weaker players and ultimately consolidation. It's during that second wave of the industry that most of the real money is going to be made. We've seen this type of market cycle in virtually every new emerging industry. Some real estate analysts have focused on the fact that building a greenhouse is far less expensive than building industrial space. In high-priced markets like Vancouver, which is considered to be one of the country's primary retail markets, producers have been looking at locating warehouse production close to the point of consumption. Agricultural land in the lower British Columbia mainland has sold anywhere from 100,000 an acre to 300,000 an acre. Industrial land, on the other hand, has been selling anywhere from 1 to 1.5 million per acre as you get closer to Vancouver. And since the yield for indoor cannabis is much, much higher, the supply may be more continuous, the industry seems to favor indoor production from a supply chain perspective. The larger producers are clearly trying to grab market share and achieve market dominance, hoping to push the smaller producers out of the market. Industrial warehouse space is at near capacity in all of the major centers in Canada and the U.S., and if the cannabis industry competes for large quantities of industrial space, it could cause a space crunch in the industrial sector. There's a lot of moving parts here as this industry grows from nothing to being a significant player. So thinking about that, take a deep breath of fresh air, make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.